Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masechlis Chagiga, Perak Bays, Mishnah Vav, and Mishnah Zion. And we're in the thick of Tuma and Tahara, the laws of purity and impurity. Let us go. Hatova l'chulun v'chozik l'chuchzik l'chulun. That law is as follows. On a level of Doraisa, on the biblical level, if a person falls into a bath, a mikvah, even if they don't have intention, they are purified. However, when it comes to the heightened level of purity that we desire for eating the uh, uh, meiser or the um, truma or the kodesh, etc., rabbinically they required you to not only immerse yourself in water, but immerse yourself in water for the intentions of becoming pure and becoming pure for the whatever heightened state you want to be in. Now, as we mentioned, there's a hierarchy here. First, it's chulin. Now, by the way, when I say chulin, really a chulin can become impure. And you, one can eat chulin when they're impure because chulin is regular, ordinary food. But the, in the t- days of the Mishnah, there were people who took upon themselves a stringency to only eat chulin, regular, ordinary food, when they were pure. So again, if a person, therefore, is going to immerse himself for, to eat chulin, so then they can eat chulin, but they're not considered purified for miser. And it's going to go on following that, uh, that hierarchy. If they immerse themselves for miser, they're not, they're not uh, going to be immersed for truma, and they have to go back to the mikvah for truma. Because again, when it comes to this, this hierarchy, this, this strata here, we require you to immerse yourself for the, high, the higher level. Now, we'll see, the reverse is not true, but we're going to get there in a minute. When he immerses himself for, for the purpose of eating chulin, establishes himself as tahar, as pure, for chulin, however, also the miser, but he's forbidden to eat miser, miser until he immerses again, and for that matter, truma as well, and everything above that. Tovla miser, vihuchsul miser, when he immerses himself for eating miser, has established himself as tahar for miser, but also truma, but not for truma, and for anything above that. Tovla truma, vihuchsul truma, also the kodesh, and therefore the same thing as well, if you immerse for truma, then you're established for truma, but not for kodesh. Tovla kodesh, vihuchsul kodesh, also the chadas, and one person who immerses himself for kodesh, he intends to establish himself, therefore, as someone who is now tahar, pure for eating kodesh, but cannot handle the mechatas. Okay. And obviously it goes without saying, if you, if you purify yourself for mechatas, then it's only for mechatas. Now, what if the opposite around is, is not true? If you, if you immerse yourself for a more strict level of holiness, you're permitted for the lesser item. Okay. What if someone immerse himself does not establish himself as tar? It is if he has not immersed himself at all with regard to eating holy things. So the only thing, therefore, he can eat is chulin. That is our Mishnah. Again, just in summary... Basically, you have to have intention for purifying, uh, but if you have intention for purifying yourself for the higher thing, it count- covers a lower thing as well. Okay, there is a halacha called Tumas Midrash. Tumas Midrash li- literally means treading, and that is certain uh, Tumas, namely a Zav, a Zav, and a Nida, and a woman after childbirth. So there's, again, various um, uh, various bodily omissions. The uh, Zav is for men, Zav and Nida are women, and a woman after childbirth, if they place their weight on something, um, whether standing, sitting, or leaning on it, they create, they transmit tuma as an avatuma to that item. So that means that we'll, that, that could have, whether it's a person, avatuma, or it's the kalim as well, to uh, utensils as well. The sages declared that big day amaretz, the close of an amaretz, midrash leprushim. We consider it tume. Again, we don't really know, but we assume because these amaretz, they don't understand. They don't. They don't understand. They're not careful with tume. So we assume that that those those. Those uh, utensils are at, indeed tame, but only for prushin, which are namely people who are careful uh, of are eating um, 
to Chulun and Tahara. We mentioned previous in the previous Mishnah that Chulun really does not have to be treated with sanctity, but some of the Prushim, the, those who were extra punctilious in their observance, did in fact treat their Chulun bitahara with as purified, and therefore the close of an Amaaretz, we assume they weren't careful, they don't know the law, and maybe a Nidra or a Zavar, a Zavar sat down on it, and therefore we assume it's Tomei Tumas Midras. Okay. And Okay, big day prushim midrash la'ochetruma. The clothing of the prushim of those who are careful about eating chul matahara, eating chul and sanctified, are considered midrash for those who eat truma, namely the kohanim. Meaning to say that although they clearly care about tuma matahara, they're not as they, they don't they don't care as much as the kohen because the kohen needs to keep the extra level of sanctity because he's eating truma, which we get is a higher level, and therefore the, they're they're considered tame for the kohen for the kohen if the prushim touch or eat um, those who eat truma or the utensils it makes them tame. Those who are the clothing of those who eat truma are considered tame for those who eat kodesh again a higher level. And the clothing of those who eat chadas are considered tame for the chadas. Again, there's a tremendous amount to unpack here. Why that is? Once you assume something is tame, so it shouldn't be tame for everything. How can you start you bifurcating and dissecting it? We're not going to get into that now. There was a Yosef ben Yozer who's a very pious Kohen, and he was careful, uh, he was extremely careful to avoid any Tumah. Yet still, we're just bringing home this point, his nap, his cloth napkin was considered Tumah for those who ate Kodesh. Even though Yosef ben Yozer was, again, extremely pious and careful and punctilious about avoiding Tumah, we still, again, the law is... His napkin is considered uh, tummy for those who eat Kodesh. Yochlim and Gedugda, who Altar Kodesh Yokol Yamov, he was careful to even eat Chulin in accordance with the laws of purity his whole life. Um, and not only any purity, but the purity of Kodesh, right? He jumps to Kodesh. Not just eat Chulin, but Tahar, but eat as, treat it as if it's Kodesh. Yet still, his cloth napkin was considered tummy when regards to the Chatas water, again, because that is the law. I wish you all. A wonderful day, and looking forward to tomorrow, the beginning of the third chapter. And once again, if you are going to be finishing the Seder Moed with us, please let me know. Have a wonderful day.